Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. I cannot even believe it's the new year, but it is. It's here. I'm actually excited. I There's a lot of power in beginnings and endings. So this is, it's the end of the last year and we're just moving right into the new year. I always make goals the last week of December. I sit down and figure out what my life looks like. You probably heard my episodes on that last week. But today I thought we could concentrate on, like everybody else, making goals. But today I want to talk about the three ways we can hit our goals. Because one of the things that happens at the beginning of the year is that we make all these goals and then they peter off by the end of January. And I am here to tell you that there is a way to get past this. We can hit our goals and here are three ways for us to do it. Okay. All right. So let's, let's get, um, let's get started here. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to overshoot. Okay. (laughs) Seems like a funny thing to say, but we're going to overshoot. So one of the things I found, and I find this in business, I find this in anything else I'm doing. It's like, I'm not saying to be overzealous, okay? That's not what we're going to do. Instead, we're going to overshoot for our goals, okay? So say say what I really, really, really want is I want to make $100 extra in my business every month, okay? I'm not going to gun for $100. I'm going to gun for $300. Why? Because when we overshoot it is more likely that we will hit the $100, okay? $100 is really what I was trying to go for, and I don't know that this is a real-life example, but $100 is what I was really going to go for, and so I'm going to overshoot by going for $300. Does that make sense? This works for lots of other areas of your life as well, okay, personal or whatever. Maybe one of your goals is to... um, Hug each of your kids for eight seconds every day, okay? So maybe we're going to overshoot and we're going to say we're going to do it at least two times a day, okay? And and when we do that, we'll for sure get our kids at least once, okay? (laughs) That's kind of a silly example, but hey, that might be your goal. Maybe it's to have physical connections with your kids or your husband or whatever, okay? All right, so we're going to overshoot, okay? The second thing is we are going to make sure that our goals are measurable, measurable goals. When you say things like, I'd like to um, lose five pounds, okay? Like, 
I mean, first of all, I hate those kinds of goals because the problem is when we're shooting for things like that, it doesn't feel, um, I don't want to say worthwhile, but kind of not worthwhile. Okay. Whereas if we make the measurable goal that we are going to, um, eat healthy every single day, see that's still once again, pretty too broad, right? So lose five pounds kind of broad, uh, lose, um, eat healthy is too broad versus I plan on making sure to get seven servings of vegetables and fruits in every single day. See, that's measurable, right? And there's a a good chance because we're overshooting here that we're eating so many vegetables and fruits. There's not really much effort, much um, energy left to get naughty stuff in there, right? Because you're filling yourself up. So there are different ways we can go about this, right? But um, I know in my business, like my business goals, we create measurable goals that we can be accountable for. I cannot, I can't tell you how much money my designs are going to make you guys. Like I'm not in charge of that. I can't decide exactly how many customers are going to buy my designs. You know what I can be in charge of? I can be in charge of saying I will make 20 new designs every week and submit them to two of my stores, right? Like that's something I can measure and I'm in control of. I can't be in control of saying, um, I will make $10,000 this month from shop sales. Okay. I can't, I can't be in charge of that. I mean, there are certain ways. Yes. You could maybe be in charge of that. Maybe you could do advertising. Maybe you could do organic. There are things you could do, right? But it's still really difficult because I can't be in charge of that. If you really were worried about the marketing, you can say instead, and you want to bring people in, you could say instead, I, I spend $2,000 on Facebook ads and marketing, or I, uh, or I post a video or photo every single day on Instagram. Like there are things you can do that are measurable that you can be in charge of versus like the goals out there in the universe that you're like, I want this. Well, it seems sort of measurable, but it's also you're like zero control over it. And then you get upset when you don't hit it and you feel like you haven't hit your goal when the truth is you did something that was completely out of your control. I see this all the time. I have good friends, family members who will make goals that are literally not like you have zero control over. So when we feel like we have zero control, then we feel like we fail, right? So the truth is the goal setting to begin with it, like we were set up for failure before we even began. So what I want for you is to make goals that are measurable, but also you are in control of, okay? I can't control how many people come to one of my design boot camps. I can control how my message is, my slideshow looks, um, my um, emails that go out. I can measure those, okay? Because those I can be in control of, all right? I can measure how often I talk to members, make sure that they are learning what they need to learn. These are things that I can be in control of, which by the way, we did start a boot camp today and it's really exciting and so very, very fun. So if you want to hop into that, we have replays now and you can join for the actual design boot camp that's going on live. And those are all at karinagardner.com slash design bootcamp.
Okay, um, on to number three, okay? Our three ways to hit our goals. We're gonna overshoot, and two, we're gonna make sure they're measurable and that we're in control of them, okay? Like controllable goals. And the third thing is to create a yearly plan for your goals, okay? So one of the problems I think that happens with beginning of the year goals is we make a huge list and we're like, we're gonna do all of this this year. But we try to do all of them in the month of January. That makes zero sense. Like anyone who's read any kind of habit book, like this, it makes zero sense, you guys, to try to do all your goals at one time as if you're gonna finish them all in the month of January. But instead, it just peters out and we just stop doing any of them, okay? So say you have a goal to eat seven vegetables or fruits every single day, okay? And then you have another goal to um, read with your kids every single night, okay? Um, maybe in January, January 1st, you just start, you start with the reading with your kids every single night goal, okay? And then you say, okay, you know what? In March, that's when I'm going to start my um, seven servings of vegetables goal, okay? You see how if you plan it out through the year and you give yourself only one thing to do, that it is more likely that you will accomplish what you need to accomplish. It is, it makes total sense to me, but for some reason on January 1st, we think that we have to accomplish 50 things all in the first month. Instead, um, I think I talked about this before. I like believe in like, it's like a parking lot, right? Like table things. So instead you're basically tabling goals throughout the year so that every time you're working on something and making it better and you've got it down, like you're doing the reading with your kids every single night, it's very easy for you to stack on that in March. Now I'm going to add vegetables and fruits and doing all of that. Okay. But if on January 1st, you have to read to your kids, you have to make $100,000 more in your business, you have, to, um, uh, you have to start eating all the vegetables, you, I don't know what else your goals would be, you have to exercise every day, you have to hire a new assistant. Like if you have all these things and you have to do them all the first week of January, is it any wonder that we feel like we fail? Is it any wonder that we do fail? Because it, January 1st shouldn't work that way. January 1st should be a planning meeting with yourself of goals, not a let's get all the goals done right now. What it should be is for you to sit down, come up with what you want the year to look like, and then you place those goals in places throughout the year where it makes sense to work on those things. It's a more moderate way to think about planning your year. Now, many of you know I love um, working in three-month segments, and I like working in one-month segments because those are bite-sized. Those are manageable for me. And you, you'll see that I make goals all throughout the year. So I do make a lot of goals for January, and I think about that, and I, I, I set it up for the rest of my year. And then I'm revisiting those goals and expanding upon them as I work on them. You guys know I love a last 90-day goal. I, I put together three and usually those correspond with my January goals, my yearly goals, okay? So I want you to think about it in terms of like all this year I have things I want to accomplish, but they should not all be accomplished right now, this very second. They should not, you guys. There is no way that you can do that. 
And honestly, who makes that many changes all at one go? Okay. It's, it just is not possible. It's not good for our future selves. It's not good for our present selves. Instead, take those goals and make a plan for them. Build a yearly plan for those goals. And here's the great thing. I, this is my recommendation to you is to actually like break them out into quarterlies. Like, so this first quarter, these are the things I'm going to work on doing better Then you know, April 1st, that's when I'm going to start doing these, these things. Okay. So like you can break them up July 1st, October 1st. Okay. And then from there you get to break those goals down even further to months. So you might be like, you know what, this month I am going to only concentrate on getting better at this, right? Because then those changes become lasting and you're building and making yourself a better person, which is to me the whole point of goals, right? Our whole point of goals is so that we just become better human beings, better people, better at what we do, better at who we're with, better with relationships, uh, better to our bodies, okay? So the whole goal of goals is to make us better people. And that doesn't happen overnight. That happens by creating patterns of building ourselves into that future person we want to be, okay? So I love this. I hope you loved it. I hope it was a little different take on goals than maybe you've heard before. But I really hope you take these three um, tips for how you actually can hit your goals and really, really implement it. And by the way, if you are new here with me and you, or maybe you've been here for a long time and you haven't left me a review, please, please do. Reviews really are the life of podcasts and it helps us so that we can get new people on. We've got some cool things coming up for this year, you guys. I mean, part of my goal setting was to sit down and come up with wonderful things to give you for free as part of this podcast and of course on my social media channels because I want you to have good things this year. I want you to live a creative life and I want you to be good to yourself. So um, we have some cool things coming up. I am really, really excited about and um, I would love it if you could give me a review because that really is like that one little thing that really, really helps out this podcast. All right, guys, thanks so much and I hope to see you soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies. I can't wait to see you there.